Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com the opinion line corks 96 fm dennis good morning to you good morning PJ, how are you? Good. First of all, when when was the last time you, you gambled? The last one for me would have been 22nd of September 2017. So it's uh, a bit over three years ago. Well, well done. Uh, but well it's... done. Um, and has the pandemic been tough? Um, I would have, it, It's been tough in a number of different ways, I suppose, in terms of, I suppose, uh, being on the topic they were on gambling. Um the pandemic would definitely have been something that would have um, escalated it for me if I was in the process of gambling at the moment because, you know, when I was, like, about 85, 90% of my gambling was done online because yeah. I always had this fear of, you know, people see me going into the bookies or, you know, I always had this pretense of being this person, you know, but on the inside I was a completely different person. Yeah. And I'll get to that in a little while. Yeah. But, um, the pandemic would have, like, obviously with the pandemic, we've been told to kind of um, mind ourselves from other people, isolate where possible, you keep your distance and all that kind of stuff. And it's not by choice. It's yeah. down to public health and personal health and minding ourselves and each other. Yeah, which when doesn't, I, which I, doesn't. Uh, go back to, go back to the start, I, Dennis, yeah. I guess. Go back way, way to yeah. the start. Uh, how did it all begin for you? Um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it started for me as kind of like one of these hobbies, kind of. It started off going in on uh, doing, doing the weekend uh, Premier League soccer bets on with, on Wednesdays and Saturdays and the, on the weekends. So I suppose at the start, I suppose for the first year, I'd have maybe done maybe four or five bets in a week. And it wasn't big money. It wasn't, it wasn't obsessive by any means. But even though it was only four or five bets, I might go on a Wednesday and place my bets, but I'd have it in my head from the Monday. I'd be like, Monday, Tuesday, I'd be thinking about it. I'd go on the Wednesday, then I'd place the bets. And then on the Thursday, Friday, I'm thinking about the weekend. So even though, even at the very start, it was only small bets, and, you know, it, it, was, um, it wasn't very regular. It was becoming to become pronounced in my mind. And for the first year, it would have been going into the bookies. Um, after about a year then I thought what it at the time was the sensible thing of buying myself a smartphone and downloading the Paddy Power and Wild Sports apps because mm. I was like look 
it's easier to download it. It's because, again, any time I'd go into the bookies in the past, I'd always kind of look up and down the street first. And before I'd walk in, I'd glance to see, was there somebody there I knew? Because I was always afraid of somebody seeing me going in or somebody seeing me coming out. Yeah. Um, and I thought, okay, look, I'll download the apps. I'll put it onto my phone because it'll just be, I knew I knew from home, I knew from work, I knew from the car, I knew when I'm having dinner. But it just, and even when I did it, when I downloaded the apps, um, I never did it in a way of wanting to become addictive. Mm. I just thought it would, make, it would make it easier for myself. Um, and it would help to protect myself, my, you know, I suppose my privacy and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And for the first year, uh, obviously, once I got the smartphone, maybe for the year, year and a half after that, the bets did become more frequent, you know, but it's, it wasn't obsessive, you know. Mm. Um, I suppose I was, uh, for 10 years in total, I was gambling. The last five, five and a half years would have been chronic gambling. How bad did it get, Dennis? Like, how much would you be gambling? You said initially it was quite small, but how much would you be gambling at your Uh, worst? I gamble whatever I had. I gamble my wages. I gamble, I maxed out credit cards. You know, I I, I had a job in retail at the time, and and I, you know, I spent years taking money from other sources as well. You know, when when I depleted my own money, you know, I'd I'd find... ways of finding other money and um, whatever I could get my hands on I gambled um, and and was there a drive within you to think that you'd eventually one day win it all back is that the great lie that the gambler tells himself we call it the dream world of the compulsive gambler because that's what it is you know I spent years believing like I could see the hurt that was causing to everybody around me you know I was in the I was in a previous relationship at the time and she would have been badly affected by it um you know, and my family would have been affected. Um, isolated myself from everybody around me, you know. Uh, and you're on about the pandemic there. You know, we've been told with the pandemic to kind of keep ourselves distance from people. When I was gambling, I chose to do that. I chose to isolate myself from everyone because uh, it got to the point where I absolutely hated and despised the person that I was. I thought it was this person that was just horrible and I'm live on air so I'm not going to use any bad language but uh, just think of the worst things you can call yourself. Yeah. That's what I call myself. You hated yourself. You looked into the mirror and hated what you saw. Hated and despised myself and you know I hated everybody around me because on the inside I was miserable and lonely. Granted I was in a relationship I had a job I had family but it was all on my own because nobody knew what was going on. I was keeping all this stuff to myself. And, and that's the point that I think sets gambling aside, doesn't it, Dennis? Because, you know, if you were an alcoholic or if you were addicted to drugs, there would be physical signs. There were no physical signs. There wasn't. You know, I still got up in the morning. And I, you know, it, towards the end, it would have been. You know, I was starting to lose my appetite. It wasn't my self-care was starting to go. You know, um, the more chronic that it got, and I suppose the biggest physical thing really for myself would have been, um, you know, towards the end, I just wanted to kind of, I wanted to end it all. You know, I wanted to, you know, I just couldn't see any way out. The only way I could see out was, and thankfully I didn't do anything that I couldn't come back from. But the thoughts did go through my mind towards, oh, I suppose over the last year, year and a half of it, because it got to the point for me where I thought that, you know, 
I was causing all this pain, pain to everybody else and they'd all be better off without me. You know, the world would be better off without me. Um, and even through all this, I was still getting up in the morning, going to work, you know, engaging with people where I had to and keeping up that pretense. But it, it was just absolutely destroying me on the inside, you know, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Um, and I couldn't, you know, the easy, you know, the easy thing to do would have been ask for help. And we always say to people, look, if you're in trouble, ask for help. When you're in that point of, I suppose, for me at the time, it would have been the point of no return because I just totally, I didn't know up and down. You know, my mind was totally obsessed with gambling, was obsessed with the next race, the next soccer match. You know, I suppose the starter would have been betting on soccer and racing. Mm. By the end, it could be two flies going up the wall. It was anything at all. because And with online, there's always always something, you know, because when stuff closes off over here in Europe, you've, you know, you've got stateside, you, you know, you've got Asian soccer, you've yeah. got tennis over in Japan, you know, just always something. And you would bet on it all. I, I just had to have a bet because, and because it was just, it was my escape as well because I'd all this, I'd such anger towards myself and I couldn't, I didn't know how to release it healthily. But when I was gambling, it wasn't there. Because when I was gambling, I blocked all that out with um, this dream world. Okay, this is going to be it. I'm going to do it now. And, you know, all these visions of, you know, making this big win and, you know, buying, paying off my parents' mortgage, you know, my sisters and brothers, buying them houses. All this, you know, because... You always thought that might happen. I do, and they, of all, you know, they always say that a lot of compulsive gamblers are very giving people. You know, they'll give you what they have, but they don't, just don't have it. You know, and, and in our hearts and in our minds, you know, we've all these dreams of what we want to do for people. But that's the addiction feeding yeah. it. It's just, and I, I couldn't see that's, it. That's the demon telling you you can do it. But, yeah, it, it came to a point, and I think you, you know, you, you, you considered... Uh, ending your life you didn't mercifully but you rang your dad talk to yeah. me about that conversation um it was yeah I might get emotional during the that's pause. okay Dennis that's um, okay it's one of the hardest calls I've ever had to make in my life um you know just having to ring up you know the night after wanting to Sorry, the day after uh, wanting to end it all and not being able to, and ring them up and say, "Look, I need help." Because at that stage, there was people looking for me. You know, there was, you know, online searches. There was, you know, Facebook. There was all different people concerned. You know, guards and everybody was were involved, and um, and you know, I got to a point where I didn't want to be alive. Yeah. But I, at the same time, I was afraid. Not, you know, because I was afraid I'd try to end it all and I'd make, I'd make a bags of that as well because up until that point in my own head, I, you know, I'd made a bags of everything. You know, I'd wrecked my life. I'd wrecked the lives of people close to me. You know, um, I'd wrecked my, you know, everything. And I was like, if I try this, I'm going to make a mess of that as well. And so there was the fear of, 
dying, but there was also the fear of not being able to and being in a condition that I suppose um, I wouldn't be able to come back from, you know. And like if someone had come to me and said, look, there's this quick fix. If you do this and this, it's not going to hurt you. It'll be over in seconds. And all that pain would be gone away. Yeah. I'd, I, I'd, have, I'd have taken it. I'd have snapped their fingers off. Because um, even still at that point, gambling was still in my mind. Even though it had absolutely destroyed me. Um, and thinking back at it, you know, um, it scares me. The depths that I went to, to hurt that I caused people. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. That phone call to your dad was, was the beginning of, of the turnaround, wasn't it? It was. Um, after that, um, the family met me and, you know, I came back home and uh, about a week and a half later, I was into a treatment centre. Did they know anything about the gambling? They at that point it is because um, when I went missing they, they found my car parked up and they found receipts and different things in it and you know they were able to piece 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 things together yeah. you know so they had an idea you know they obviously didn't know the extent yeah. um, but um, and it was tough then having to own up to the stuff and say look I'm not a, I'm not the person you think I am, you know. Um, and going into treatment centre then is one of the hardest things you'll ever do because it's where you you sit with yourself and you're made aware of what you've done to others. But the hardest part for me was making myself aware of what I've done to myself because I'd always looked at the ways I hurt other people. Mm. And I was always very aware of the hurt I was causing to everybody else. But I could never see the damage I was doing to myself. Yeah. And that's something, I suppose that's something I'll never recover from. You know, I can, a day's time, get back, you know, um, get back to the, a better person. But, you know, you'll always have those scars to some degree. Do you know, you know when, when people um, are in treatment for an addiction they're told aren't they at some point or they're encouraged to go to the people that they have hurt and, and have a conversation with them yeah part of making reparation but it must be very hard to make reparation with yourself absolutely absolutely have you managed um, to do that now I'm getting better at it you know I've good days and bad days but I suppose with everything today I have a choice when I was gambling I had no choice at all because I didn't know any better whereas over the last three years, I've I've done a lot of work on myself, a lot of soul searching. You know, I've had a sponsor for the last number of years, and I'm working a program for the last three years. And you know, and I'm starting to believe better things about myself. No, there's still uh, you know, I still wake up in the morning, and I've still got the same 
crazy head, you know, I would have had three years ago in terms of my first natural reaction to things would always be um, the crazy thought. And then you're like, one second, think about this now. Yeah. And, and it, it, then it still doesn't make sense. I'm like, hmm, I'll make a phone call or I'll ask somebody. Um, and then it makes, then it does make sense. Yeah. You know, because I suppose I spent so many years just, um, I suppose, I'm, I, I'm not a child. I'm not an, uh, uh, I'm not an old. I, I'm middle aged person. I'd say I, uh, I'd like to think I'm young, but I'd say I'm middle. I'm a middle aged person. But it's only the last couple of years I've actually been starting to live like an adult. So my years have always lived that childish kind of a mindset, you know, of yeah. the quick fix, you know, not being responsible for stuff and just. Um, and when I was gambling, I was responsible for nothing. I cared about nothing. Um, Whereas today I try to be responsible, you know, if I hurt someone today, yeah. I try to make it, try to apologise, I try, you know, and um, as a person myself, um, yeah, I've good days and I've bad days. Are you allowing yourself yet, Dennis, to, to like and to love yourself? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm allowing myself, but I don't always believe it. Um, I haven't got to the point yet of being able to look directly at myself in the mirror and say it, mm. you know, and if I do, it's just like a, a, you know, because, and there's one of those sayings out there as well, it's fake it till you make it, you know, keep saying it and you'll eventually believe it, you know, and um, I know today, you know, um, I'm not the same person as three years ago. Um, today I have, I suppose, it, it, you know, I don't want to spend the whole call talking around the past yeah. It's possible I'd like to move a bit forward as well because okay. well, the important thing for me is, you know, I'm always going to be a compulsive gambler. I'm always going to be that person because it's in my it's in my DNA at this stage. Yeah. Um, is it that you have to you have to work every day? Absolutely, you know, not to gamble today. Yeah, and it's it, 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 it yeah, and it's just but it's not just I suppose for the first year, year and a half, I was, I was afraid not to go to meetings, I was afraid not to ring someone, I was afraid to do, not to do everything, whatever people, you know, um, uh, sorry, after the primary treatment, um, I went down for secondary treatment and I had a relapse there and that was the turning point for me, that was September 2017, it was the point where I said to myself, look, it's not, nothing's changing here, every time I do this, I'm causing myself more pain, I'm causing people around me more pain um, and it was that point then I kind of said look I have to change I have to do something different you know so I started listening to people then I started listening to people in the program you know um, and I got a lot of support at the time you know I started a scheme back home um, a kind of like um, a CE scheme and it, it gave me that space to uh, with other people in recovery as well and it gave me that space to you know, to work on myself, you know, yeah. um, to find out more about myself, what I like. You know, I found out things, I don't like pottery, I don't like, there's different things I found out. Yeah. I think you've, you, I you like. found a love of working with children with special needs. Absolutely. There's a lot of things that came out of that that made, get, they, they gave me belief in myself because we did a lot of mini courses in it and uh, I found going through it that I can, you know, I can do stuff, you know, and I suppose the, the love 
of working people in special needs is goes back to earlier in my time as well. You know, would have been somebody that was very close to me for a number of years. And um, that person, I don't think she'd ever know um, how much she helped me. Okay. But when I was working on myself and trying to find what I wanted to do, I was like, do you know what? That person was always there in my life. And, you know, I had, I had a healthy relationship. It was one of the few healthy relationships I had through my gambling, this particular person. Um, and I was like, even in the depths of my gambling, I still cared about this person. In um, Not in a selfish way, not in a self-seeking way, which, which is what it would have been with everybody else, but in just kind of like a, wanting to the best that I could, could for that person yeah. you know and um, that that showed you though didn't it that you were capable of, yeah, of doing it, better yeah. Dennis exactly. I'm going I'm, I'm going to run out of time uh, which is a pity because I'd love to sit talking to you but you you are very involved now with Gamblers Anonymous and I think you'd encourage anybody who has a problem or has a young as a friend or a, or a relation with a problem to get on to GA Absolutely. The, the hardest thing you'll ever have to do is make that call. And, you know, there's supports out there for the person that's gambling, but there's also supports out there for families, you know, because it's it's a family illness. It's, it's, if one person in the family has it, it's going to affect everybody in some sort of a way, you know. So I just want to let people know that there are supports for the person that's affected, but equally there's supports out there as well for families. You know, all we ask is just the people, you know, and there's... Um, I've one or two phone numbers here. I can give you if that if if, if, if you I'll, want. I'll read. I'll uh, read the contact details out probably after. Perfect. But there's also the web, there's also the website as well. Gamblersanonymous.ie. Yeah. You get all the links and stuff up there. And um, and, and lastly and, and and briefly, Dennis, people there's certain behaviours are problematic, and if you see them in a loved one, what yeah. what would you be watching for? Or if you see them in yourself. Um, what you're looking for, for me, with the online side of it, it was hiding my phone and having, having blocks, having um, uh, pin locks on my phone, um, isolating from people, you know. You know, and for me, it was, uh, when I was gambling, it was very slow to pay for lots of things because I, I just didn't have the money. I was coming up with all these excuses, or I didn't get paid, or, you know, this or that, or this direct debit came out in the can of, you know, and if, if you see somebody's, personality is changing if you see that they're kind of um, you know just be more introverted uh, if they're talking less if they're you know stopping on at work longer and there's no, no explanation there's, there's multiple multiple uh, okay. things to look out for but right. it's the main I suppose the main thing really is you see that person changing as a person you know they might have been bubbly and they might have been enthusiastic about life and then all of a sudden they're not you know they're they're quieter there, um, they don't want to get out of bed. You know, when I was in the knee deep of it all, I didn't want to get out of bed. I got out of bed because I'd go to work because I'd keep yeah. up that pretense, but I didn't want to. You know, I didn't want to do anything. Dennis, I to isolate. I'm going to have to leave it there because I'm really caught by time. Thank you so much for your time. And you know what? I'm only talking to you 15, 20 minutes. I like you. You're allowed like yourself. Please do do that for me. Well, of course. Take Thank care, you. Dennis. Thank you very much. Corks 96 FM. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.